What's up, Yankee fans? We are back with another episode of Yankee Crazy Podcast. And finally, 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 Sonny Gray is gone. It is official. And it changed a little bit. So if you listened to last episode, they were getting back this guy, Shed Long. Interesting name. (laughs) But... I don't know what happened. We don't have any details, but Yankees actually made that trade with the Reds and then turned around and Shed Long went to the Mariners and the Yankees got back this guy, Josh Stowers or Stowers. Not sure how you pronounce his name, who is an outfielder. And not sure why, not, not sure what is up with that it appears that it was a three-team trade and i don't know were the uh were the mariners high on this guy shed long and wanted him and did the deal and the yankees end up with stowers stowers let's call him stowers let's call him stowers all right and i'm not sure not sure not many details but Ultimately, Sonny Gray is finally gone, and we won't go into my uh, my exit greeting or <laughs> exit greeting, not exit greeting. My exit report—I <laughs> don't know what do you want to call it—for Sonny Gray. If you want to go back to the last episode, episode sixty-two, and you can hear. I said some nice things about Sonny, but he is gone. It is official. Goodbye, Sonny. And they can now say, Sonny Cincinnati. It's got a nice ring to it. Uh, not as good as Sonny San Diego to me, but <laughs> that's, that's the way it's going to be. So, Yankees get this guy who is I, pretty high on the MLB pipeline, as they call it, which is the kind of the reporting of prospects. And it'll be interesting to see if anything comes to the, with this guy or are the Yankees going to use him to ship him off somewhere in the future. Not sure, not sure. But as always, we are going to be monitoring everything for you guys. So stay tuned on that one. And I'll, I'd like to track this guy Shed Long. I, wa- I want to know about him, even though he's going to be on the Mariners, like... We'll see in a you know few years. Is he going to be a star? Is this guy Stower is going to be a star? It's always a roll of the dice with prospects. You know, look at the guy. Does anyone remember Brian Taylor, Yankee pitcher? He had a really tumultuous career. Got signed by the Yankees out of I think out of high school. And he was in the minor leagues and then hurt himself in, he got into a fight or something and got hurt and it basically ended his career. And there was an article a couple of years back, you could probably search for it and find it, about him. And it's kind of a sad story and I'm not even sure what what they had said he was up to these days, but he was highly touted. He was one of those 
can't miss guys, they said. But obviously, that injury disrupted his whole career, and um, that's that's the way it is with prospects. You never know. You never know if these guys are going to pan out. So, as someone said, uh, there's some quote out there that says, prospects are cool, but rings are cooler. Meaning, it's nice to have prospects, but they might not do anything for you to lead to the rings. That's why a lot of people, uh, you know, with, with prospects, it's oftentimes better to get back a major league talent, major league ready talent, or an already existing major league talent to better your roster. But you got to keep those, you got to keep filling the pipe for the, uh, in the prospects in the minor leagues. Gotta, gotta always do that and build that up because they can become trade trip, trade, trade chips (laughs) and that's how the Yankees have really bolstered their lineup you look at some guys like Glaber Torres perfect example he is a guy that came up last year and is became a a star right look at Clint Frazier Clint Frazier is another guy came from Cleveland and could potentially start this year We'll, we'll have to see We'll have to see. He actually was on Twitter today and asked a question that for Yankees roll call, which if I'm guessing everyone knows, but I'll explain it anyway just in case you are a new Yankee fan and maybe you don't know uh, what the roll call is, but before every game. Well, no, it's actually the first inning. I shouldn't say before the game because it happens in the first inning when the in the when the Yankees are in the field and the right field bleachers and it's led by that guy Bald Vinny who uh, if you follow him, you should follow him on Instagram. He's he's an interesting dude and uh been to many games where he is has led the bleacher creatures in right field in the whole chorus of things and then they go from player to player. And, you know, the, the, each player, they, they don't stop until each player kind of acknowledges them. So, they, you know, they have different cheers for everybody. And, you know, such as like Derek Jeter was, Derek Jeter, Derek Jeter. And went down, they go across the whole line. So Clint Frazier said, asked this question saying, is it cool to do a dance during roll call. And it's it's great that he's got this confidence and he's asking this. And I really hope it works out that he's starting in, in left field for them because I think the guy's a major talent and has really great potential. I don't like the fact that he doesn't want to be called Red Thunder anymore. <laughs> I, I really like that nickname. But if you missed the show, go back and listen to that one, how he doesn't want to be called Red Thunder anymore. But it's a little, it's a little, what's the words I'm looking for? <laughs> I don't know by him. It's, it's a little bit too early, I think, to be asking that question. Because he's got to make the team. He's got to get out there and play. He's got to prove himself. You know, he's shown glimmers of superstar talent when he's when he has played with the Yankees. Unfortunately, last year he had those concussion issues. And now he is cleared. 
for baseball activities, and he will be at spring training competing. And I guess in some respects, you got to love his confidence that he's asking this. And he said he would take requests on what kind of dance he would do before each roll call. So it's kind of like he thinks he's he thinks he's going and starting and playing. And I do love that confidence. But a part of me is kind of like, uh, Clint, let's let's get out there and and play some ball before we uh, think about what your dance moves are going to be for roll call. But that's just me. You know, what's that expression? Don't, don't put the cart in front of the horse, right? Isn't that it? <laughs> I think so. But I would, I would love to see him out there playing. All right. Speaking of other, well, we kind of skipped over uh, this from, from Sonny Gray wanted to trans, uh, transition into another person that the Yankees need to ship out, and that is Jacoby Ellsbury. So... I wonder what's going on with him. have not heard any talk. The only talk this winter has been how to get Ellsbury out of here. And a lot of that talk has been around another team having to dump a really bad contract. (laughs) It would be a a swap. A swap of bad contracts. And the problem with Ellsbury is he's been injured. Hasn't played. Uh, did he start last year? Did he? Did he even play last year at all? I don't know. But I did read that article that the Yankees were collecting insurance on his contract, so they're pretty stoked about that. I think if he's wanting to come back, they might trip him and uh, <laughs> get in a little, like an injury might happen, or I don't know. He might get the the Tampa flu where he has to stay in Tampa <laughs> and keep, quote, rehabbing. <laughs> but it's going to be interesting. And they still have, man, when does his contract come off? Uh, that was like a seven-year, they do a seven-year deal with him. And that had to have been, I don't know, five years ago. So I would say he's got at least two years left on this contract. And it's just... Oh, it's horrible. It's horrible. Even when they signed him, I thought it was horrible. Like, uh, it was like, why are you taking Ellsbury? He used to be a great player, but a lot of his great abilities center around his speed. And it's it's really been uh, a, a not a productive Yankee career for him. He's had some moments. I won't say he's been horrible, but... He just has not produced what that contract is. So we'll see. We'll see. I'm sure we're going to hear a lot of him soon with spring training, if he's even at spring training. So something to gauge and something to monitor. Another update we can go over is Mariano Rivera and his Hall of Fame case and that's getting that's going to get announced this week I think and last I saw he was at 100% of all the writers who have posted their ballots which is awesome to see I really hope he goes in as the first unanimous candidate not only was he a great player but he's a great person so 
I think you gotta. I think that's gotta add weight to it. I I think. I, I love Mariano. Amazing, amazing, spectacular player. So, I think he deserves it. But then people get into the whole debate of, well, if Griffey didn't get in with 100%, he shouldn't. And Babe Ruth didn't. And, you know, the, the list goes on and on and on. But it's time for a change. It's time for a change. These writers need to stop with trying to, like, make a point. Okay? Just get over it. And everybody vote him in. And that one guy, the, the Red Sox writer... At least he's abstaining from the boat, the vote, but he had to get his 15 minutes of fame and say how Mariano shouldn't go into the Hall of Fame unanimously. And, and even, like, trying to say, does he even belong, which is ridiculous. It's crazy, this guy. Come on. Just, just, just take that guy's credentials. Just rip him up. Now. <laughs> I'm getting a little fired up, huh? Right? Anyway, let's hope. Let's hope Mariano goes in unanimously. That would be awesome. All right, another person up for the hall is Mike Messina. And the last I checked with him, he was actually doing well. And I don't know what his exact percentage is right now, but it was close to the, what is it, 75%, right? Yeah, I think it's 75% needed to go in and I hope Moose goes in Moose was a great Yankee never won a World Series with them but he performed amazingly for them and the amazing thing is his last year he won 20 games 20 games he won and it was the only time in his career which is kind of crazy but if you look at Moose pitching for first Baltimore, then the Yankees. The AL East, his whole career, one of the hardest divisions. He had, you know, he was going up against Yankees in Boston, and then when he came over to the Yankees, he was going up against Boston, and the Blue Jays were good then, and Baltimore had good years. So the guy, you got it. You know, he finished with, what, 270 wins? And I don't know what his percentage is, but, you know, just that alone... You gotta, you gotta give the guy credit for performing so well in the American League East, and I hope he gets in. I, I like Moose. He 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 wasn't a good guy with the press, so I don't know if that has held him back a little bit. But we'll see. He's an interesting dude. You know, you hear the stories of when they were in Japan when the Yankees started in Japan, which was crazy. It was I, I remember that uh, I can't remember what exact year, maybe, I don't know, what was it, 05 maybe, 04? I don't know. Yankees opened up in Japan, which I think is ridiculous. I really, you know, and I understand that they, you know, Major League Baseball wants to have a far reach and, and do this stuff and play, you know, they're playing in London this year. But Yankees opener should not be in Japan. And it was kind of weird because they did it in March. And I woke up to watch the game live at about, I don't know, it had to be like 4 o'clock in the morning, East Coast time. And I remember getting up and watching it in bed and like kind of like, <laughs> like falling asleep a little bit because 
that was early. That was early to be up watching a game. And so getting back to it, Yankees open up there. And supposedly, Mike Messina never left his hotel room. And he ate peanut butter and jelly sandwiches in his hotel room and didn't want to go out and experience the culture or anything. So interesting dude. Interesting dude, the moose. And uh, we will be monitoring that. But I'd like to see him go into the Hall of Fame. He was a great pitcher. Gave Yankees a lot of great, great starts. They, uh, I wish they would, obviously I wish they would have won a World Series with him. But unfortunately the Moose retired in, what was it, 2008? I think he missed it by a year. I don't know. I think. I'm not sure. I'm not sure. But who else is up for the Hall of Fame? Any other? Well, Roger Clemens, and I last I checked with him, he was under the amount. He was under the 70%, and I'm not sure where he was at. He was pretty low, I think, maybe in the 30 40%, but I think it was a bump from his past years. And I think a lot of these, a lot of people are with performance-enhancing drug issues and, and candidates they're kind of softening because a lot of people are saying now, oh, well, so many of them were doing it. And, you know, these guys performed really well even maybe before it happened. Because you look at Roger Clemens' stats and he, he, his whole career was pretty spectacular. And you kind of see when he went to Toronto is probably when it it, when he took them. I think that's what people kind of think because he started to look like he was on the decline and the Red Sox, I think he just went as a free agent to Toronto. And then you saw he went on, did he win two Cy Youngs with, with Toronto? I'm not sure. I can't remember. But a lot of people at the time were like, oh, wow, he's doing amazing because he's got a chip on his shoulder and he wanted to prove the Red Sox were wrong of getting rid of him. But I think that was when people think he started taking PEDs. But before then, he still was a a really quality pitcher. So we'll see. We'll see what happens with that. And who else? Who else? Anybody else? I think that's it. I think that's it. Yankees on there. I'm not sure. I I can't really exactly recall. But it is coming up very soon that they are going to have that in. And still no report this week. Things have slowed down with Machado Watch. Machado Watch. <laughs> I figured I figured he would be signed at this point. We should have, Mario, we really should have gotten the uh, Machado Watch theme song because we could have been using it every day, although I think everybody's a little bit tired and crazy about that. And no Bryce Harper news. And we are getting down. It is actually 23 days till pitchers and catchers report. Cannot wait. 23. And we all know who wore 23. That's right. Donnie Baseball. Man, I just, I, I don't know. Talk of World Series and uh, about not getting a World Series. It's, it's such a crime. Such a crime. Don Manningly does not have a World Series ring. But... Man, it was National Popcorn Day the other day, and I saw, excuse me, I saw a clip of Don Mattingly, if you can remember it, 
uh, going into the uh, look going for a foul ball into the stands, and there's this little kid right in. This kid's got good seats. I you know I, I we gotta find out who this kid is. Back in the day, he's like right on the first base side, basically right next to Don Mattingly, and he's eating popcorn. And Mattingly goes over to try and catch the uh, the the foul ball, and it's well out of play. So he kind of like jogs over and gives up on it because you can see it's going into the upper deck. And he looks at the kid's popcorn, and, he put, and the kid's looking up at the ball, and Mattingly grabs popcorn from the kid, and the kid looks up at the last, uh, like, at the last second as Mattingly, like, takes his hand out with the popcorn and puts it in his mouth and eats it. And, oh, the kid's look is so funny. He's got, like, these wide eyes, like, holy cow. He's a little kid. I don't know how, I don't know how old he is. He's got to be, like five, six years old, and it's, oh, it's classic. If you haven't seen it, go go YouTube that, because it's funny, Don Mattingly. And that was when the Yankees were really bad, and I remember seeing an interview with Mattingly, and they, they brought that up. This is like years later, and he said, I don't know, he said just something like, oh, I don't know, we were, we did not have a good team, and I just, you know, was looking for any any way to uh you know have a little fun and he he did not like those losing years in New York so pretty funny pretty funny something like that I, I would I would like to see that interview again and see what he had to say about that but Donnie baseball making it making it funny and interesting and that is about it that's about it I think oh no you know what it's not it not it. Thank you, Mario, telling me that I forgot to talk about. And now I'm gonna I'm gonna botch this name. Okay, just just be warned. I am very good at botching <laughs> these names. I don't know. Yankees signed to I believe a minor league contract. Danny Farquaad. Is that how you pronounce it? Mario, what do you think? You you're missed the pronunciation. You'll probably say Farquaad. <laughs> that was pretty good, right? If that's his name. So. This guy pitched for the White Sox, and the big news about him is that last year he had a brain hemorrhage, and the guy almost died. But he is obviously healthy and back, and he will be reporting the spring training with the Yankees. And from what I'm aware of, he's a pretty solid relief pitcher, and he has posted some some pretty good stats, and he added a lot of depth to the White Sox bullpen, I know, and I don't know, did he play with anybody else? I'm not sure, but some people are saying that he's really going to be a solid addition to the Yankees' fully operational Death Star bullpen, which I saw, I don't know if this person, you know, somebody I follow on Instagram, and I actually saw the news on him, I'm not sure who it is, it's like, it's like handle something like Yankees 27 rings or something like that, and he had in his um, description of this guy, he put fully operational Death Star bullpen. So I don't know if he got that from me, but it's kind of cool if he did. <laughs> I don't know. I might have to contact him, although I don't want to be like, yo, dude, did you write that because I posted that? Or, you know, I, I, did, I did post that on a few uh, people's accounts, uh, posts when the uh, Adovino 
uh, signing had posted. So I don't know, but it'd be pretty cool if I actually did inspire someone to write that. Either way, doesn't matter. I'm not, I'm not looking for credit, but I'll take it if I, (laughs) I'll certainly take it if I did. Um, but that is, that is about it. That is all the news. I was going to go into the Mount Rushmore of Yankees because, uh, an article that, uh, my aunt sent me, uh, talked about, uh, would Mariano become, and how many people are on Mount Rushmore? Is it four? Is it four people? I don't know. This was a top five, but I know if you listen to Adam Shine on, uh, Sirius XM radio, he's a, he's a great, great sports guy. And he's always talking about the Mount Rushmore. Like his big thing is the Mount Rushmore of basketball. Uh, but I might have to do, might have to steal a little something from him and do the Mount Rushmore of Yankees. So I was going to do that, but we went to what's, what is the time Mario? How, you know, this was another show where we had a few news items, but I wasn't sure how far we were going to go. So we went, Oh wow. We went 20, we're at 25 minutes. So let's wrap it up there. I like keeping it in that range. And what about you? Do you like listening? We've got a big bump up in listeners. I am really stoked. We did a lot of listens last week, and I had posted about the Susanna interview show, which is number 51, if you want to go back and listen to it. And I posted that as the top show. I'm going to post each week at the end of the week what our top show was on Instagram and Facebook and Twitter. And once I posted that, I like checked the statistics on Anchor, which is where I post from, and we got a, like a big bump up. There were, it almost came close to like two or three episodes almost came close to beating out the Susanna interview. And those two shows were our previous episodes, which were 59 and 60. Those like really bumped up. And it, maybe it's the Mario 5. The Mario 5 was 50. I think. So I was, I was pretty stoked about that. Uh, so really appreciate all the listens. And if you listen and you want to like drop us a line or you could go, you could always go to, if you listen on Apple, you want to go to Apple and give a five-star review for us. That would be awesome. You could also, uh, like us on, uh, if you're listening on anchor, you could do the, um, you could save us as a favorite on Anchor. And we're actually trying to get on the um, featured podcast in Anchor. Waiting to hear back from that. And um, Deschutes Beer actually contacted us. And uh, we, might, we might actually get a sponsorship with them. We, Mario, isn't that awesome? Yeah, dude. Deschutes Beer is, is good. They got a fresh squeezed IPA that's awesome. Really good stuff. So, uh, I don't know. We're, we're, we must be connecting Somehow, somehow you guys must be entertained by this. So, as I'm saying, you could drop us a line anytime. We, we love to hear from you guys. And yankeecrazypodcast at gmail.com. Facebook, the new Facebook page is Yankee Crazy Podcast. Go check us out and give us a like over there. Go to Instagram, trying to build up our Instagram too, Yankee Crazy Podcast. And Twitter 
at Yankee Crazy Pod. So we're trying to build up all of those. And the goal is, I think the magic number to be a quote (laughs) influencer (laughs) is 10,000. So we would love to get up to that number. I don't even know what happens when you get to 10,000. I do know on YouTube, which we haven't set up the YouTube channel yet. On YouTube, we are up to, um, when you get up to 10,000, they give you, well, you have to have a thousand likes. That's what YouTube is. YouTube is a thousand likes on a, or a thousand views on one of your videos. They give you, I don't know what you get. I don't know what it is. Is it a thousand bucks or a hundred bucks, 200 bucks? I don't know. 500? Maybe. Something like that. But I do know the magic number on at least Instagram and maybe Twitter is the same thing as 10,000. When you get 10,000 followers, you officially become an influencer. So we would love, that's our dream goal, to be at that by the end of 2019. So help us get there. Spread the word if you like it. Um, Even if you don't like it, spread the word. (laughs) Oh, just help us out. Just help us out. Get get there and, and you know, that'd be great. That'd be great. We got a little little cash, a little extra cash here for the show. I gotta pay Mario, right? You don't want you don't want Mario to be unpaid, right? <laughs> so get on there, give us likes everywhere and let us know how we're doing. And we are really here for uh, your entertainment to give you guys news, opinions, laughs, hopefully. So show us some support and all that's free. And, you know, we're doing, we're getting this to you for free too. So make it happen. Make it happen. All right, guys, (laughs) that is it. Stay tuned and let's go Yankees.